Psalm 20, we have three scriptures today. First of all, the Psalm 20. You'll find that on page 499 of the Pew Bibles. First, let's pray. Gracious Lord, we give you thanks that you have spoken to your people through these words throughout the generations. We ask, O Lord, that we might hear you speak to us now. Open our hearts, open our minds, open our ears, open our eyes, and may we be transformed. For we pray in Christ's name. Amen. The Lord answer you in the day of trouble. The name of the God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and give you support from Zion. May he remember all your offerings and regard with favour your burnt sacrifices. May he grant you your heart's desire and fulfil all your plans. May we shout for joy over your victory. In the name of our God, set up our banners. May the Lord fulfil all your petitions. Now I know that the Lord will help his anointed. He will answer him from his holy heaven with mighty victories by his right hand. Some take pride in chariots and some in horses. But our pride is in the name of the Lord, our God. They will collapse and fall, but we shall rise and stand upright. Give victory to the King, O Lord. Answer us when we call. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And from Paul's second epistle to the Corinthians, chapter 5, reading a selection of verses beginning at verse 6. You'll find that on page 181 of the New Testament section of your Bibles in the pew. So we are always confident, even though we know that while we are at home in the body, we're away from the Lord. But we walk by faith, not by sight. Yes, we do have confidence and we would rather be away from the body and at home with the Lord. So whether we are at home or away, we make it our aim to please him. For all of us must appear before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each may receive recompense for what has been done in the body, whether good or evil. For the love of Christ urges us on because we are convinced that one has died for all, Therefore all have died, and he died for all, so that those who live might live no longer for themselves, but for him who died and was raised for them. From now on, therefore, we regard no one from a human point of view. Even though we once knew Christ from a human point of view, we no longer know him in that way. So if anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. See, everything has become new. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And Mark chapter 4, beginning at verse 26. Jesus also said, The kingdom of God is as if someone would scatter seed on the ground and would sleep and rise night and day, and the seed would, would sprout and grow. He doesn't know how. The earth produces itself first the stalk, then the head. Then the full grain in the head. But when the grain is ripe, at once he goes in with a sickle, because the harvest has come. 
He also said, with what can we compare the kingdom of God or, or what parable will we use for it? It's like a mustard seed, which when sown upon the ground is the smallest of all the seeds on the earth. Yet when it is sown, it grows up and becomes the greatest of all shrubs and puts forth large branches so that the birds of the air can make nests in its shade. Of many such parables, he spoke the word to them as they were able to hear it. He didn't speak to them except in parables, but he explained everything in private to his disciples. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's a funny thing, when I'm, uh, when I'm preparing the bulletin and preparing, uh, starting to think about the sermon, I usually give my sermon title to, to Kathy and to Noel about 10 days, if not more than that, ahead of time. Um, so sometimes you might find that the sermon title has got absolutely nothing at all to do with the sermon. Um, or you may find that the sermon is kind of a wee bit contrived to try and fit in with what I've given as the sermon title. But here's the connection today. There is a wee bit of a connection today. Um, I don't know if you've, if you've been paying attention, but there's been a, a number of remakes as all things become new, right? Remakes of, uh, of Disney movies over the last few years. Um, started with, uh, was it Beauty and the Beast? Was that one of the first that they remade? They did the live action version of Beauty and the Beast. Um, a couple of years ago, they also did a live action version of The Jungle Book. <laughs> quite enjoyed that. You know, that was, a, that was a, quite a good one. And then I just saw very recently, um, it popped up on my Google feed, there's a, there's a, a live action remake of Dumbo, believe it or not. <laughs> They've found an elephant with giant ears. No, they haven't. But they're, they're, they're doing a kind of live action type remake of, of Dumbo. And they're also, one of the, one of the all time classic Disney movies that, that I certainly love, and I think most of you will have seen and probably, probably love, is the, is the movie The Lion King, right? They're actually doing a, a, a live action type version of The Lion King that's going to come out in the next couple of years. It's all CGI. I mean, John, you're looking at me like, how are they going to do that? They've got trained lions and, and, and uh, mandrills and baboons and things. No, it's all, it's all CGI. But they're, 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 they're doing it like a, a very realistic type of thing. So they've been doing that over the last few years. So all things do seem to become new. And with these new movies, they always seem to be just a wee bit darker, don't they? Than the, than the cartoons, there's, there's more of a, I don't know if it's more of a depth or more angst or whatever it is, but the movies just seem to have some different layers going on that you don't really get so much in some of the, in some of the, 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 the more traditional animated Disney movies. But The Lion King, I, I think it stands as, as one of the all-time classic Disney movies. It tells, it basically it's the story of Hamlet, Okay, if, you, if you're not that familiar with the movie, it basically tells it's the same story as Hamlet. Um, it's about a young lion cub who's destined to become the king, the lion king, uh, to stand on Pride Rock and rule over all the land, that his wicked uncle Scar somehow manages to, uh, to kill the, his father, the Simba is the little lion king, to kill Simba's father, and Simba ends up t taking, the, taking the blame for that. He believes he is responsible for his father's death. So he runs away and he goes and spends time in the jungle with uh, Pumbaa and Timon. <laughs> Hakuna Matata, <laughs> what a wonderful world. So there he goes and he spends time in the jungle and you know he, he ends up living this very, very free, carefree, joy-filled life. It is oblivious life. And one day it happens that as he's in the jungle, along comes this beautiful, beautiful young lioness 
and it turns out to be his childhood friend Nala. And she tells him everything that's happened in the Pride Lands, everything's fallen apart since he went away. He's got to come back and he's got to, you know, reclaim his position as king. And Simba says, I can't do that. You don't know what I've done. You don't know everything that's happened. I can't come back. I can never come back there. It would all go horribly wrong. The things have already gone horribly wrong. It's awful, but he won't come back. And then there's a, a very significant moment in the movie. Um, Rafiki, I believe, is the name of the character. The, the, the baboon, the mandrel, he comes and he starts telling Simba about his father and who his father was. And Simba, standing at the lake, has a vision of the watering hole, has a vision of his father. And in the midst of that vision, his father challenges him and says these words, remember who you are. Remember who you are. And then the story changes. Simba begins to remember who he is. And I'm not going to spoil the ending for you if you've not seen it. Watch it. It's a wonderful story. It's a wonderful story. But remember who you are. That's the key phrase in the middle of that movie that turns everything around. I think it's a question, it's a challenge that comes to all of us as well. That's one of the things I think is going on in, in the passage that we read in 2 Corinthians. I think at, at a level, Paul is encouraging his readers, his listeners, to remember who they are in Christ. Now, today's graduation Sunday, we're recognizing all of you who are, are graduating. Can you stand up just now? Those of you who are graduating high school, those of you who are um, uh, uh, graduating college. So we've got a good few of you here today. Okay, I'm going to ask you to come up due, uh, a little bit later in the service. We've got a few of you, a few of you here today. One of the things I'm going to challenge you, especially, and everyone else, but especially you all, is as you get ready to go off to college, as you get ready to go into a new venture in your life, something different, it's utterly transformative in many ways, but I'm going to encourage you to remember who you are. Well, that's easy enough to do in a sense, so long as you know who you are, because you can't remember something that you don't already know, can you? You don't know it. It's like if you go into a test and you've not studied. Oh, I don't, it's not that you don't remember the answer. You don't know the answer. You can't remember what you don't already know. So I think a, a prior challenge is not to remember who you are, but to know who you are. And one of the ways that you know who you are is by looking back on your life and seeing where you've come from. We're seeing all the different people, all the different parts, all the different relationships that have played a part in making you who you are at this moment. There's a, there's a saying that um, a person is the sum of all their yesterdays. And yeah, that's true. In many ways, that's true. So, to the question, not remember who you are, but who are you? And there's at least a couple of things that I want to challenge you to look at to try and help you 
to become, and this, is, this goes for all of us, not, not just for the, for the graduates, this goes for all of us, to try and identify a bit more clearly who we are. First thing to remember, the first thing to, to bring to mind is where we've come from in terms of our families. I already spoke during the children's sermon about um, all, the, all that your parents have been through over the, the last few years. And there's a point at which I know that your parents are saying, oh my goodness, thank goodness, they're getting out of the house. We've had enough. <laughs> it's time. 18 years, they're gone. Thank the Lord, it's over. It's starting something new. See, I made the connection. Would you like that? All things are new. So there's a point at which I'm sure your parents are very, very thankful that you're able to take that next step and go on to something new. You're going on to something different. But, and you might not realize this, and some of your parents might not want to acknowledge this, but I think there's also a point where your parents are, are kind of going through or they're going to go through something of a grief. There's a wee bit of mourning going on. Because as, as hard as the last few years may have been relationally, at the age you're at just now, you've kind of got to the place where you're maybe a wee bit more engaging than you've been, and you're maybe a wee bit more fun to be around, and your parents are like, but things are just getting interesting again. Things are getting, you're gone, you're gone. You're going. Be thankful for all that your parents have done for you over the years. Remember the sacrifices that they have made. And when you go off to, the, off to college, wherever it is you're going, remember what they have done. Remember who they are. Because who they are is the gift that they have given to you. Who you are is based upon all that they have done for you. And when you go off to college, you're going to lose a wee bit of yourselves. You really are. You are going to kind of forget a wee bit about who you are and what's really important You've got freedom that you've never had before, and things, are, things could get a little bit funky, <laughs> to say the least. But I challenge you, where you go, you're going not just as an individual, but you're going as part of the Staffan family, the McBurney family, the Sable family, the Runyon family, the Hayward family. You're going as part of your family and where you go, you're representing your family. So remember that. Your family has given you a gift. Take that with you and honour what's been given. That's part of who you are. Second thing, how many of you were baptised here in this sanctuary? Stand up if you were baptised here. Those of you that are graduating, those that are graduating, right? Okay, one, two, three, four, five. Those that are graduating, how many of you were confirmed here? Yeah? So all of you who are graduating today were, con were confirmed here. Most of you who are graduating were baptized here. Okay, you can sit back down again. You can sit back down again. Not only are you part of your, your, your family, but you're also part of this family as well. I've not been here long enough to be able to say this with 100% certainty, but I've been part of the church long enough, and I know church people well enough, to be able to say this with a relatively high degree of certainty. 
For, for those of you who were baptised, for all of you who were confirmed, particularly those that were baptised, when your parents stood with you at this very font, okay, the preacher, whoever it was back in the day, had you in their arms, and they asked your parents some questions. One of them was about their faith in Jesus Christ as the Saviour and, and Lord, and the other question was asking them if they would raise you, and the, the old language is, in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. To know, to love, and to serve the Lord. Your parents were asked that question and they said, yes. The congregation was also asked a very, very similar question. Will you encourage and support this child? And teach them the ways of the faith and provide opportunities for them to learn about Jesus Christ. The congregation was asked that question and to a person they said yes. Now, some, sometimes it's just words. But I will guarantee that there are some people in this congregation. Yeah, I will guarantee there are some people in this congregation who when they made that vow, they wrote it in their journal. And they wrote Ariel Staffen. They wrote Sean McBurney. They wrote whatever your name is. And they said, I'm going to pray for that child. I'm going to pray for them. If not every day, then almost every day. Friends, I promise you that there are people from this congregation have been praying for you almost every single day of your life. And as you stand up here just in a wee while, they're going to recommit to this. And they're going to pray for you for the, at least for the next four years when you go off to college. And if, you hadn't, if that hadn't occurred to you to do that, thank you, you're very welcome. <laughs> now you can pray for them every day as they go off to college. So you're not only coming out of a family of origin, you're coming out of this church who's given you the gift of faith in Jesus Christ and the promise of prayer and the strength that comes through that. So my challenge to you is not simply to remember who you are, but first, know where you've come from. Know who you are. And when you're sure about who you are, don't forget that. Remember that. There are folks here who will continue to travel with you. And as they pray for you, it's my prayer also that you may continue to know the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ. For he's promised never to leave you, nor to forsake you. And he goes with you every step of your way. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Thank you.